previously on Real Fantasy Encounters. Welcome to the art club, Saffron. <laughs> have you got a pencil case? No. Neither do I. It's cool. I, have- <laughs> I know i got to get close to him for me to break him, but, you know, like, how fast do you want me to do this? I mean, the bigger the build-up, the higher the fall, right? At the very end of the hallway are two night glow eyes of Neko watching you. I thought you said he was dead. He is. touch the mouse when you when you come up to it you can interact with it absolutely I'm gonna try and put it into Kevin okay <laughs> give me an overcome roll here yeah okay the um, difficulty check for this is a nine okay what I might do first the other, the other thing that happens when you do this is Neko goes, don't play with my food. Well, you're taking too long to eat it. I go back to my room. Taking too long. I'm starving. <laughs> and I, um... You fed me a little more, I might have eaten already. I dig through my tea and I grab out Kevin's SIM card. I don't know if this is being aspect or not, but it's something about the world. I'm going to go... This, this is an aspect that I could potentially invoke, which would be Kevin's remnant soul. Okay. I'm going to try and use that as a conduit to get Kevin's mouse into the Kevin body. Uh, I don't know how any of this works. I'm yeah. making shit up as the I go. Difficulty rating is still a nine. Okay. Whoa. That's a big number. I could roll really good, guys. How are you doing this? I got you that extra fate point. You better use it well. Um, I'm just going to force it in. Just gonna ram the soul in? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how this works. Okay. Mathematically, can you get this? Yeah, like, can you actually succeed? Five, six. Well, each dice is a potential plus one, right? I will let you know that if you try to invoke void powers to do this, then forceful cannot be the approach that you use for this. What I might do is I'm going to take off the necklace and put it on my hand and I'm going to move him with the hand so my left hand instead of my right hand because my right hand is fucked. What does that do, by the way? It's just an aspect that I can call upon okay, in great. times of 
Perfect. Some awful desperation. So I'm going to put the ring on my left hand, and then I'm going to touch the mouse with my left hand. Okay. And then I'm going to put the SIM card in my left hand. I'm doing all this with my left hand, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to try and guide it in. Um, each die can only be a potential plus one, right? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. Dude, you need a plus <sighs> five. Yeah, it's not possible. They're also very dangerously close to invoking a hidden aspect. <laughs> You've, how many fate points do you have left? Can you invoke? Three. So you can invoke multiple aspects. Oh, you can? Yeah, just as long as you, you have different ones that apply. Okay. Well, then I've got Kevin's soul, uh, inheritor of the spirit blade, and will do anything to help someone out. As I hate owing favors. And I think this is going to help Kevin out. He's dead. <laughs> I'm going to roll for it. You're bent on doing this? Yeah, but I'm not doing it forcefully. I'm going to do it... I'm, I'm, I'm taking it slow. I'm going to go for a clever route. I'm trying to channel the voidness and this weird place to try and put it in rather than just jamming it in. You compel a hidden aspect if you proceed. Neko goes, This... Is my world. Do not come between me and my feet. I, I, I have to. I have to. I'm going to continue. I need you to roll me an overcome check. It's slightly easier than this one. It's okay. going to be a seven. Okay. Neko was forcing you out of the world. <laughs> okay. Just going to try and not leave. He, like, like, he, he, like, like holds onto both of your spirit shoulders and you feel like you were almost being lifted from the ground. Um, the, the, the overcome action would be to somehow overcome his influence over you. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, take the sword out and hit him with it. Oh, no. Um... um I invoke all these fate po- points. I won't have any fate points left. That's cool. But then I just in the world. I'm not. I'm not putting Kevin's soul back. You're cool, man. I'm gonna save the fate points. So if I fail this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to choose to succeed at great cost. Mm. Okay. To stay in the world. <laughs> oh no. Okay, you do. Uh huh. Yeah, Neko Neko goes. You made a choice. And the ring falls from your body the and ring? hits the ground. Yes. Oh fuck. Okay. Neko lets you go. And I'm gonna continue trying to put the soul back. Yeah. Neko leaves. <laughs> he goes to rest up against the wall. It's going to be a matter of time now. Do what you want with that food. I will have more soon. Gotta do what's right for Kevin. I'm gonna try and guide Kevin's soul back. Yeah. So that's a plus two. Mm-hmm. Two, because I'm doing this clever. I'm doing it nice and slow, methodically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said this was a nine, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Then I'd like to try and invoke the aspect Kevin's soul from the, the SIM card. Yeah. Um, so that's two more. Mm-hmm. That's six. And then I'm going to invoke the aspect 
will do anything to help someone out, which is my free aspect. Yeah. That's two more. That's eight. And then I'm going to invoke the aspect with my final fate point. (sighs) Inheritor of the Spirit Blade. Mm -hmm. To try and push past, lock into some sort of unconscious training that I went through. Yeah. To try and get this soul back to to this body. Yeah. That's ten. Is an unimaginably bright light that emerges from out of the real-life Kevin's body as the mouse hits Kevin. You see it as well. Like, you have to avert your eyes if you're looking into the room currently. Oh, yeah, if something starts happening, I'm going to yeah. put my hands yeah, yeah, my yeah, face. Yeah. In fact, the whole outside of the, um, of the dormitory brilliantly lights up as well. Um, and for a brief instant, everything goes blinding for everybody. When the light dies down, the real world Kevin like drops his paper and his handheld, and he like starts breathing rapidly. Kevin, what's going on? He like starts gra- grabbing at his neck like he couldn't breathe before, and he like touches it because the I'm alive. Rudy, what? Rudy, am I back? Kevin, you are actually back. What the... Saffron, Saffron, please get in here. I don't know what you did. I'm going to try and return to my body. I'm still wearing the physical ring around my neck. On your body? Yeah. Yes. Sort of clutch it a little bit. What happened to the SIM card? It's in the mouse. It's in the mouse. Which is now in him. Hang on, hang on. Did you say you tried to merge with your body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's work. that's not happening. Yeah, okay. it's not happening, champ. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna go to Rudy and just sort of touch him, and then I grab your head and I shake it from left to right. I'll get you to roll me an overcome check, please. Um, this is pretty low. It's it's about a three. Nice. What am I overcoming? Overcoming trying to interact with the physical world. Okay, I'm going to just try it. If there's a barrier, is there like some sort of barrier there from interacting with the physical Barriers world? that you, like, you, your hands phase through him. So I can't forcefully push through that? If you concentrate your will, then yes. Yes, then that's what I'll do. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. That's a succeed with style, I think. Yeah, it is. What does that mean? Uh, means that you get a boost from that, I believe. But for a brief instant, it is as if that is the last thing that you'll ever do as oh God. as something that can interact with the physical world. You feel the heat from Rudy's skin. You feel um, humanity. Um... And my head shakes. And your head shakes. Woman. <laughs> okay. Kevin, I'm going to run you through some things very quickly. You died. We spoke about that, remember? Through Lorelei? We did. Yeah. I was there, dude. Easy. I, I was a spirit. <laughs> Saffron was the one who killed you, but he wasn't in control. There is an outer science being controlling him. Trippy, man. It lets him do weird stuff, and right now I think he's done some of that weird stuff. This may be... 
a you or him thing. You can be here alive or he can be here alive. <laughs> Man, I'm glad it's me, huh? Yeah. Like, shit, dude. <laughs> it's awesome to be back in the real world, man. Saffron, uh, you're still in the room, yeah? I'm going to try and reach out and touch Rudy again. Your hand faces to him. Look, if you're still here and I'm, I'm like looking around the room, is the SIM card in here? There are shards of it on the ground. Kevin, you still had that other phone, right? Uh, like, he pulls out his phone, the model. I'm going to need you to help me with your technomantic skills right now. <laughs> Rudy. M my dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? You, you That's why we got this ring, man. That's why we got the cheat ring. <laughs> I, I, man, I don't know no. how I got onto that chip. You, you did it once. And now we need to get Saffron on there. Yeah, I did it under, like, pain of death. But it was in you, man. <laughs> I don't but, know if I still got that mojo, dude. Like, so You don't need to have the full mojo. You've got his weird void power as well. Uh, He's going to work with you on this. All right. I'm going to work with you on this. We're going to do a ritual. Okay. Cool. All right. We're going to do a ritual. And you know who else is going to help? Who? And I'm going to open the door and go, Jane, <laughs> you're coming in to do a ritual. She like opens up her door. What ritual? I run out into the hallway. Yeah. I sort of just wave to see if Jane can see me. Hey, can you, hello? Yeah, what's up? Oh, thank God somebody <laughs> can see me. I can't go back. And I need you to tell Rudy that I can't go back. He can't go back. Yeah, I know he can't go back. He, he knows. Uh, good, I just needed to confirm that. I can't interact with the physical world anymore. Can you confirm that he's cool with going on a SIM card? And once we... Once he's looking real uneasy about it. I, I guess it's better than not being able to interact with anything. I've got a plan. <laughs> You're all going to have to bear with me. You're going to have to... Like, he can hear me, obviously. Just all come in this room with me. Please? Yeah, they all enter. Like Jane, please? Jane, Jane goes in. Yeah, yeah. Neko was there as well. Why didn't you tell me that this would happen? You talking to Neko? Yeah. He's like, I didn't think that you would try to forcibly merge something that had been permanently undone. When you told me I killed someone, I wanted to fix it. Yes, and in doing so, you gave up most Oh, I had no idea that was going to happen, did I? Yeah, I suppose you didn't. Do you know but how to get it back? Yes. <laughs> so, will it be Kevin again? Or this time Rudy? Can't do Jane, obviously. What's it going to be? Who are you going to kill? I don't want to kill anyone. Damn. Um, I... It doesn't have to be anybody in this room. It could be Lorelei. She's kind of expendable. What about what about Saito? Come on, he's got some weird vibes. Just because somebody has weird vibes is not enough reason to kill them. Um, I I've not gone directly into this room. I've gone into my own room. Mm. This is where I'm going to lay out this fucking plan. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Saffron is sitting there. Um, I'm going to pull his wallet out. Yeah. 
and I'm going to uh, walk into the room and say, okay, here's what's happening. Uh, Saffron is going to go on the card and then the CAS with their super powerful technomancy skill is going to get him off the thing that we were going to do to Kevin. Kevin looks at you and goes, holy shit. Yeah. Um, You may be wondering why the CAS would do that for us. Yeah, I am wondering. Uh, I'm kind of wondering that too. I I pull out a credit card. (laughs) I pull out an ID card. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You're going to... He's going to dox me. <laughs> We're going to hand We're gonna him. Dox him back to life. <laughs> We're going to dox him back to life. <laughs> There's a big prize on the line. Yeah. Jane, can you please tell them that I've been told by the spirit cat that the only way that my tether to reality can be restored is if I kill someone. I don't want to do that. Saffron tells me that isn't going to work. What will work then? Did he say? Yeah, he did. I I don't think that they're going to kill get me to kill anyone. I really I would hope not. That's something we should probably find out. He says he doesn't think you're going to get him to kill anybody. Look, we're we're dealing in theoreticals here. I don't think he knows any better what's going to work than we do. And we can't trust what that cat person is telling him. And Neko, Neko shrugs. He goes, it's, it's just my world. What do I know? I tried telling you before not to mess with my food. Here you are. Perhaps you'll listen to me this time. And he walks out. <laughs> it's like, come find me. We can, we can nut it out together. It doesn't have to be anybody with a name. It could be someone... Nameless. They just disappear in the night. I kind of think that's worse. Well, uh, we don't have any other alternatives, so I guess we go with the Rudy's plan? I, w- I won't do this without his permission. Make sure you've got his permission, Jane. She goes, he's cool with it. You know, I'm really glad that there's someone here who can see me. I think I would have... I don't know how long I could have held out in this place otherwise. Anyway, the doxing is step two. Step one is this technomantic ritual. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I think we cut to Maja. Yep. Um, uh, Maja. Sorry you miss out on the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, I always miss out on this sick shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 that's all I'm good. Playing a dating simulator, I playing and it's such a shitty dating simulator. Worst, like, I love dating sims, and I've been put in the worst one. Where is my beautiful boy Harem? And I get this tosser. It sucks. You're doing it for friendship. I'm doing, doing it. Doing it at a chance to give one of your best friends. I mean. At least your not character's not essentially dead. Yeah, is, but I'm now a fucking part of like a weird cuckold subplot. So I don't know what's worse. <laughs> yeah, no fair, fair, hundred percent fair. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I vote death. NTR. Yes, same thing. Um, 
yeah, yeah. I imagine dinner's wound down at this point. Oh yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. We're getting into the um uh, the aperitifs of the night. Yeah, yeah. There's. It's not like we could have like some port or moscato, and I mm. I imagine it's just like. I don't know, like tiramisu or something. I actually think it's getting on uh, about 10.30 now. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's the, the dinner's over and we've been like sitting, listening to, to Jin play more of the cello while we, we go down on some like tiramisu or whatever and just like bask in the, the classical music. Yeah. And um, Marja makes a show of just like finishing and when Jin like ends this particular song whatever she makes a show of just like doing a polite little polite little clap and um she stands up and just does like you know that mandatory brush down of the legs and yeah. goes, makes a show of looking at her lo- um watch goes oh i'm so sorry to cut this wonderful night short but you and i both know how important study is and how you know I like. I know I'm getting chauffeured home, but you don't want to get home too late and ruin sleep schedules. I I completely agree, my darling. Um, uh, I'll walk you to the car. Oh my god, thank you. And um, uh, he he walks with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Jin doesn't want to intrude on the moment. Yeah. Um. So so he's would. like, as as you look over your shoulder, he, he is he's like, this couldn't have gone better. Yeah. Um. <sighs> And you guys take the elevator down together, tediously slow, with the doorman inside. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> and then the doorman looks looks between the two of you and nods, opens up the cage, the elevator, and the two of you walk out um, in, in utter silence. He leans over to you and he says, I, I was terrified about tonight. Maja, I, I really didn't know uh, if it would... If it would work. In in the past, you know, you've seemed to be repulsed by me. You know, denial's a funny thing. <laughs> like, sometimes you've just got to, like, wrap your head around stuff. You know what I mean? I think so. Um, I'm really glad I took the risk. Uh, usually I, I, I try to be aloof because that's... That's the kind of man my father raised me to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, uh, you know, um, I have a hard time processing healthy emotions. Oh, I would never have guessed. With you, it's, it's so natural. That's good. I don't know what I'm saying. No, no, I'm- no, I appreciate it. Like, I, like, totally the same, like... We both grew up in similar situations, so, you know, like, emotions are weird and stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, things all just, like, flow so good and make so much more sense, like, the more it goes along, you know? Yes, I I think I do. Uh, oh, this is your ride, and he, he opens up the door for you to get in. <laughs> And and she she does like oh my god thank you and like does a little curtsy and then gets into the car. Yeah. He closes the door. Okay, cool. And then he he stands outside with his hands in his pockets. Yep, and what? she she waves she waves at him through the window like see you tomorrow. He waves back, and he stands out in the street and watches the car pull away. You see him in the rearview mirror. Yeah. 
there's this I like as the windows roll up, they're all like tinted, so you can't mm -hmm. actually see in. She just sort of slumps and just puts her head in her hands like fuck. What have I agreed to do? <laughs> no. And then she starts checking her phone, seeing any missed messages or anything. Yeah, you guys told her about this? <laughs> uh no, but if yeah. you're coming back to the dorm... Oh, I'm oh, not. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh no. no, you're going straight to the meeting. I'm going straight to the meeting, remember, because okay. I'm running late. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going straight to the, the... Then let's follow this for a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I, I think, like, in the back of this chauffeur, right, it's, like, one of those um, cars with, like... It's not quite a limo, but it's got the divider between the driver's seat, mm. and I think she's changed back into her school uniform out of the, the evening gown mm -hmm. afterwards. Just... Because rocking up in an evening wear would be weird. It would be kind of weird. It would be weird. You think for uh, the principal's list that it would be strange. Yeah, and she she directs the the chauffeur to the the waste the, the waste repository. The waste plant. repository. Yeah, that was this. It. Yeah, this is the massive recycling deal that that your father has had a hand in creating. Mm -hmm. Um, and as you pull up closer, um, this is also the place where like, it's just uh. Uh, ransacked by seagulls um yeah. some of them glow uh, in fact like you know like there are whole like cubic sections of compacted trash that have um strange qualities to them some emit smoke some are glowing in themselves mm. um uh, it is pitch dark otherwise except for a clearing where this facility is the rubbish is piled up on all sides and then in the middle is this bright beacon of light floodlights that pour out across this giant grinding hole in the ground pretty sure i need to go there yeah she yeah 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 i mean like as you get further into the the plant, you start to notice that people are hanging out in between these cubes of garbage. Shadowy figures. Um, uh, some wearing robes. Cool. <laughs> cool you cool, found cool, cool. a cult. You found a cult. Found a cult. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, yeah, right. Do they make an attempt to, like, signal me or... Do they make any? There are of my there presence? are like especially like people in robes that are out in full light. Mm. Um, uh, wave the car down, um, and wave it in. Cool, 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 cool. I also must mention that that even though the windows are rolled up, you can smell through the air conditioning how rancid the air is out there, mm -hmm. because this is a junkyard. It is a, it's it a is trash a, heap. It is a dump. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, as you pull in, um, the, some of the buildings have the Sunrise logo um, uh, emblazoned across them. And then also in parts, um, your father's business logo uh -huh. is also dashed across some of these buildings. Yep, cool. Um, and the car finally comes to a halt when it can go no further. Shofir turns around and goes, um, Miss, uh, are you going to be alright here? Um... This poor guy. You know what? <laughs> um, um, I think I might just get you to wait for me if that's cool. Uh, don't worry, I I will. Thank you. And um, the, he keeps the car idling. <laughs> I'll I'll flick you a message if I need you. Cause I there is there is no way on earth that anyone attending Marja does not have some kind of like 
bodyguard trope. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Daddy's sort of that. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was thinking father's pretty overprotective. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Like this dude, this dude does shady shit. There's no way somebody's tried to kidnap me in the past. Yeah, I'm so glad you were talking about Daddy Olson. <laughs> <laughs> Who else did Who you were think you were thinking of? I thought you were talking about Bartholomew. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 Bitch, if, if fucking, like, my dad canonically, is a fucking... Canonically, he's daddy. <laughs> he's, yeah, my fucking... No, uh, it, it's like my dad's Tesla and that fucking Bartholomew is a fucking 93 Honda Civic. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, she, um... Gets out of the car and I guess makes way towards the hooded figures. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not just hooded figures. Obviously, oh. there are there are people here in business attire. There are people here um, in you know like just casual clothing, like people from the township. There are cleaners, um, uh, and and more importantly, there are school students here. Any students that I recognize. Yeah, I mean, like, Jennifer's here. Peaches yep. is here. Peaches is here. Um, uh, other than that, no one from the immediate homeroom is around. Okay. I, th- I think I make my way over to Jenny since she was the one to invite me. Oh my god, Marjorie, you're here! Yeah, You actually I came! Of course, I would never, you're I- one of my... I should have figured, the chauffeur, the car, the limo. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, who else? I won't deny weird spot, but you've certainly got an aesthetic going on. Can dig it. Uh, it's. Yeah. I'm glad you can dig it. I I really am. I mean, uh, I'm talking to the student council president about the principals list. This is awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, it's there's going to be a little bit of a preamble in the beginning, um, uh, but but then when when the principal starts speaking. Um, that's, that's when we really learn. Okay. Yeah, uh, you're gonna love it. I'm sure I will. Everybody does. And, um, uh, like, after a while, there is the ringing of a bell, um, as one of the hooded figures sits out the front and, and waves this bell through the air. Um, uh, and, uh, the cleaners disperse out through the junkyard. Um, uh, and uh, hooded figures guide you toward this repository. Uh-huh. The um, the grinding machine in itself goes deep down into the earth, and um, it, it is it is pretty much just a mincer for for this trash. Um, uh, and as you go deeper, there are boxes upon boxes and, and huge compartments, again, emblazoned with your father's logo on the side of them. Eventually, you come down into this dungeon-like area, um, uh, cement and rebar. Um, uh, it, is, it is a dark zone for reception, um, for electronic equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and inside, positioned ritualistically, is this gallery, like an amphitheater, split down the middle so that there is a pathway in between, and an altar in the center. Mm. Um, uh, it is lit by candlelight, 
um, huge waxen candles. And runes are emblazoned across the floor and the walls. In the wings and up the back of this amphitheater um, are more of these hooded figures. Um, and down the front is where the school children seem to be residing. Um, uh, at a certain point, a couple of the figures take Peaches away. And Jennifer goes, it's all right, and guides you toward the front of the, the stage. I, mm, yeah, she's just going along for the ride at the moment, but she's so on edge. Yeah, you're right to be. This is a cult. Yeah, I gathered. <laughs> There's no hiding it anymore. Mm. Welcome to a cult. Welcome to the cult. The, the altar and, you know, the runes may have, may have tipped me off, but yeah. Sweet. Am I being directed to sit, like, amongst the students or anywhere? Yeah, ab- absolutely, amongst the students. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, the people are chatting with one another. Um, uh, and you know, Jennifer sits next to you and goes, up. Oh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. I'm totally sure I will. I, I was kind of frightened my first time as well, but then I embraced Grandpa. And, and everything went away. All the fear, all the doubt. I hope one day that I can be like Principal Garrett and I can speak to him as well. Hmm. Fair enough. Is that the principal of the school's name? Yes. Yep. Okay, okay. It's, aside from the, the few interactions that I've had with him, how, and like school assembly stuff, how often, how frequently is this guy actually seen around the school? I mean, like, he is present at the school pretty much every day. Okay. He's not, like, frequented through the hall. Like, he's not walking down the halls. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't conduct any formal classes. You know that his background is in alchemy. But say... Much if, like you. Like, a student wanted to get touch with, in touch with him during the day, they could theoretically make an appointment with him. Contact hours, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, uh, Jennifer goes... Perhaps one day I'm I'm gonna be like Peaches. Yeah, you two always seemed like super close. We are super close. She was chosen, you know. Chosen for what? To become an aspect. An aspect of nectar. You know, you may have to like clarify on that one for me. I'm not Don't worry, I, it's about to begin. Oh good! And um, uh, like the 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 figures in hoods stand a procession, and one by one the students with you also stand up, and Jennifer does as well. I follow their lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there is like chanting and the ringing of bells um, as more of these hooded figures come down the center of this amphitheater and rise up to the altar. Um. Uh, one of the figures removes their hood and it's Principal Garrett. Garrett goes, Adherence of the Nectar King. Welcome once again to our meeting. We have here an untouched sample and everybody starts going nuts. And in the middle of the altar, is this stone. Mm-hmm. From this, we shall become many and one. And I will commune with Grandpa. Okay. 
and um, uh, a couple of hooded figures come out with a ritualistic hammer and chisel. Please use this on the stone and not peaches. Yeah, <laughs> and and he takes he takes the the chisel, um, and, and rests it up against this stone, and strikes it a few times. And when it finally cracks and and kind of like um, reveals its contents, inside is this phosphorescent ooze. Is this something I've seen before as an alchemist? No. No, this (laughs) is... This is not a safe place. (laughs) Okay, cool. So I'm instantly getting like bad juju vibes. Oh yeah. Yeah, cool, yeah. And they cool. just cracked open this rock and there's goo inside. Yeah, rocks don't goo. Rocks don't goo. Principal Garrett, um, uh, one of the hooded figures comes with a length of cloth and he rests these ritualistic implements on top of them and he cups his hands and he drinks deeply of this ooze. Um, his hands covered in in the ooze itself, and a couple of other hooded figures use implements to scrape the gunk off of his hands into a jar, um, uh, which is another ritualistic sort of um, ornament that they keep. Um, uh, And he, he turns back to the crowd, and he says, bring out the aspect of nectar. They bring Peaches out, and she's in chains. Does she seem willing? Yes. Okay. And she's 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 going along with this. Garrett says, "To you, will Grandpa grant his strength, so that you may smite your enemies." And Peaches like, Peaches is like psyching herself up. She goes, "Ah!" Like that as she's approaching this altar, um, uh, and uh, she's fed ooze from this stone. Yep. Um, uh, and the crowd again goes nuts. Yeah, Marsha, I mean... Jennifer's, like, crying tears of joy as she sees this. Yeah, I think Marsha turns and watches, like, Jenny and sees that she's crying, like, happy tears and then looks back up and she really wants to just do something, but she... She's not so stupid to think that there aren't way too many people here to stop her, so she's just going to keep watching, but she's actively just... I imagine there's all these people cheering and whooping and jumping mm. around her, and she's just almost statuesque, just staring at what's going on in front of her. Mm. Um, and and when, when kind of like, uh, like, you know, like Peaches kind of flexes out a little bit, and you see like veins start to pop up in her arms... Um, and in like like her already like athletic built kind of frame swells up, um, uh, and there is a wildness in her eyes. Um, uh, Garrett like kind of calms everyone down. Um, uh, Peaches is kind of inconsolable, like she's still grunting, mm. like like ready to arc up and fight somebody. Um, and then there is pure silence. It's like they're listening for something. What do you do? Nobody seems to be paying attention. I don't think she does anything. I think she's just... Yeah, there's just too much going on, and right now she's just 
processing and watching because anything that she can think of to do just straight up wouldn't work. There's too many people here, too many unknown variables. She can't do Mm. anything, I think. So she just watches as she's almost bound by her lack of ability to help. Yeah. This goes on for an unnatural amount of time. Um, uh, like there, there are still some people in the crowd, like Jennifer, who've been crying. Um, Jennifer as well is is still kind of like sobbing back tears, but she has gone completely still as well. I think she goes to grab Jenny's hand, just like I. She has no idea what's going on, but that's her sister up there, and I think she just goes to grab her hand. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer grabs back, and uh, she says. This has made her stronger. She just squeezes her hand. Yeah, and um, uh, she goes, Will you accept him? Do you want to hear his voice? I don't know if she feels like she should talk right now. This feels like it... She, she looks to Jennifer and then looks back up at the, the podium, the, the altar, I guess, and she's like, I think I need to take it all in and... Ask a little bit first. Yes. Come to appreciate everything. I I too felt a certain way. Now I feel joy. She she nods. She's terrified, but she nods. Yeah. Um. Uh, finally, Garrett opens his eyes and he says, "Tonight he does not speak." And um, uh, he turns around and he says, at some point he will. He will choose one of us. He will choose one of us to commune through. And then the coming of Grandpa will purify this world, purify thought. And almost like everyone is communing with one another in some way. They start rising from their seats Mm -hmm. and going about their business. Some of them come down to examine this stone. Uh, Some of them engage in conversation with one another. Like every so often you hear someone say, I think he spoke to me. Is Peaches still like roiding out? Yeah. Is anyone doing anything or they, they just sort of left her up there? Uh, some like some people are kind of looking at her. Some people are kind of asking her what it feels like, um, uh, like like what it is to be closer to Grandpa. Is Jenny one of those people? Because if she has gone up to Peaches, then then I have gone with. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Jenny is one of those people. Um, uh, she's going. You're going to be unstoppable, at competition level, at life. <laughs> You made the right choice, sis. I think she just, Marja just sort of looks between Peaches and Jennifer and she's like, this may sound like a dumb question, but who's Grandpa? A couple of people look at you funnily. Uh, Jennifer like, like looks between them and she says, Grandpa is uh, his word, the Nectar King's word. The Nectar King manifested. This explains nothing to Marja. 
has is the phrase Nectar King something she's heard of before? No. 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 And she she noticing the looks she got from other people, she sort of leans in a little bit closer to Jennifer and she's like, I I know I'm supposed to be like the student council president and everything, but I I feel really I feel really silly. I don't actually the Nectar King? Uh, yes. Yes. The cosmic presence, the Nectar King, who communes with us through the Nectar. And uh, she points toward the stone on the altar. Yeah, I, I can't say I'm familiar. Nobody is familiar at first. Your eyes have to be opened. I like the Nectar. Is there like a, a, bu- a book or someone who knows more? Like the principal. Should I talk to the, the pr- principal carrot? By Nectar, gradually. Um... A pure dose like that can be too much for some people. But over time, with constant ingestion, it is easier to accept the pure nectar. I am certain Principal Garrett, as a high priest, will be able to give you more information, more insight into what it is like to commune with Grandpa. Of course. Now, uh, obviously, uh, someone like a high priest would be hard to you know, gain an audience with. You're the student council president. True. I do. You think we could go talk with him now? Absolutely. And um, uh, she she takes you over to him, um, and she kind of bows her head a little bit, but she leaves you alone. Mm-hmm. Principal Garrett says, "Ah, Maja, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> You've come to accept his word. You know his offering. I've come to learn." From I, from what I understand, like the highest of priests, because Jenny talked to me, and you know, certain people think certain ways, and you know, she invited me, and I think you know that was the right thing. And if I should talk to anyone, it should totally be you. I, she is right. I am high priest, and and I have communed with Grandpa, so I know what it is like. I, I'm presuming that. You're here because you're joining. I I have to admit I was kind of, you know, brought here out of the blue. Like, didn't really know what I was getting into, you know. But can say I'm totally intrigued. I just, you know, a little bit of context would be, be nice. I can't say I know anything about the, the, ne- the Nectar King. Yes. So, so who, if, am I allowed to ask that? I'm not too of sure. Of course. Um, uh, here, libate with me. And he pours out some amber liquid and gives it over to you. Yeah. And he pours himself out one as well and drinks. Uh, it's not alcoholic. I I wouldn't give alcohol <laughs> oh to a minor. God, I know, I totally know. She goes, because Jennifer said they slowly imbue it, and she lifts the goblet to her mouth, but she wants to, like, fake drink, Can she rolled a like fake. Yeah, drink. roll, roll, and overcome, roll. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be high. I'll say it's a. I'll say it's a two. Yeah, I'm probably going to carefully do this. I want to yeah. make sure I don't get any of this liquid in my fucking mouth. Yeah. Okay, sweet. That's a plus three. Yeah, certainly. Um, uh, that that yeah, that was a plus two. You succeed. Um, uh, you you know. You remember your high school drama classes? Yeah, theater you know, kid. Yeah, yeah. You you make it seem like you are drinking drinking this. 
Um, uh, and as as you walk along, he pretty much gives you a tour of the repository. He says, our operation here is small, but it is growing uh, in no small part thanks to your father. You know, with, with such an obviously important project, I'm just surprised he never mentioned it. Like, if anyone's going to help, it's going to be me. Uh, your father wasn't inducted. Um, he simply designed the machine that we use to extract the leftover nectar. Ah, okay. Yes. Uh, forgive me. This is your first time. Sunrise Foods. They led an expedition into the Arctic Circle. That is where they found the first pure sample. The first nectar that allowed us to commune with Grandpa. Slowly, over time, we have managed to collect more of these meteorites. Slowly. Pure nectar is very, very difficult to come by. The more we experimented with it, the, the more that we could take away some of its acrid flavor, its acidity. Mm. Yes. And what you must understand, he's not a malevolent presence. He simply wishes to be one with us. That's all. To purify the world. And so it is our duty as adherents of Grandpa to spread his presence. Slowly over time, uh, people will be able to ingest more nectar. They'll be able to uh, possess some of the insight that we have. And like, what what kind of like insight is that? Is that like insight into like, you mentioned like a connection, like a knowledge. Yes. When he speaks, he, he speaks beautifully. It is difficult to describe if you haven't felt it before. In time you will. If you keep with us. If you learn to hear his voice. Well, you know me. I'm always open to learning. And, you know, it looks like there are so many students here. And I would be such a bad student council prize if I didn't, like, look after the well-beings of my fellow classmates and students. And this seems like the total best way to do it. Yes. Yes, it is, Marja. I'm... I am almost as joyed as when I first heard his word. Almost. Oh my god, that means so that much. That you were here means that... That it is somewhat legitimized. Another avenue into bringing Grandpa's voice into the world. Yeah. Like, and just, just like out of curiosity like you said you want to like everyone have interconnectedness and bringing the voice into the world but I'm kind of like you know curious as to what that voice you know like it's saying like what it wants simply wants to be us envelop us bring us into its fold like it has with countless worlds before share that joy you know joy is always such a good thing it is Marja it is she is just, like, biting down on not throwing up. Like, she's, like, the... She is so sickened. She doesn't know why. That She's just got, like, this, this churning sensation in her gut of just something so inexplicably, like, irrevocably wrong right now. Something 
this is just not sitting with her right, and she just. Oh yeah, this is. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, uh, he he looks at you and um, uh, uh, he he says, "Your father designed this machine. It is ingenious." Yeah, we are good for that kind of stuff. It is um, a filtration system. We grind up recycled goods, and then we drain the excess nectar out of it. So, like, nectar's in, like, a bunch of stuff. Like, you said the purest stuff was in, like, meteorites, but is it, like, something that's, like, everywhere? Yes. Yes, uh, we have been putting it in food for some time. I mean, like, that's certainly effective. Just like I imagine... Oh, I guess that makes sense. Like, sunrise and nectar. Oh, my God, that's so good. That's so clever. No, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Some people would be put off by that. I'm glad that you see things our way. Oh no, you've obvious like you've been so upfront, like spreading joy, mm. interconnectedness. Like, what's bad about that? Nothing at all. Go in peace with him. Uh, there are duties I must attend to now as high priest. Of course, and you know, like, I like it's. I've so enjoyed being here, but I should probably head off, like, student council stuff before bed, you know. Yes. Yes, I imagine. I will see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah, and um, the, he goes off with this procession of hooded figures. Um, and Jennifer and Peaches are still still talking. Like, she's, like, kind of, like, like inspecting her body for uh, any any different abnormalities. Physical traits. Nothing visible to the naked eye. Yeah, she just walks past Jennifer and she's like, I'm going to head off now. Thank you for inviting me. It was like soups awesome. Um, I'll be in touch with you and the principal because this seems like super awesome. Yes. Uh, do not be afraid to bring your friends. Oh my God, of course. But I'm totally going to head off now. Like it's so past my bedtime. And she like waves and just starts making a beeline back to that fucking chauffeur. When you get out to that limousine, it's it's kind of crowded by cleaners. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, the, the cleaning crew come and see you. Um, and they they kind of like step off. They back off from the car. Um, but they're, they're still inquisitively looking inside the windows, trying to, like, trying testing the boot, looking under the car with mirrors. Um, uh, and as you get into the back, the chauffeur drives away at speed. And, yeah, as as they've, like, just sort of left the the entry point of the, the waste center and they get out into, like, normal street traffic, she just starts hyperventilating. Yeah. Just straight up hyperventilating. She's like digging around in her bag for something to like heavy breathe into. Uh, miss, are, are you all right? Uh, no, no, Stanley, I don't think I'm okay. Do you? Could you pull over, please? Yeah, he pulls over and he looks over in the in the driver's seat. What and happened, Miss? She just yanks open the door and just like hurls onto the bitumen. You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.